Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl Walking and Talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl, and y'all, happy Saturday. I hope you are having a great day, a great weekend, whatever it is you're doing this weekend. I'm here to remind you that you deserve to enjoy it. You deserve to take time for yourself, and above all, you deserve to love your life point blank, period. So we've got a lot of stuff that we're talking about today. First and foremost, I would like to share an apology. Uh, So there's somebody in my life who puts up with all of my shenanigans and all of my airheadedness and all of my crazy ideas. And he is the only man, as far as I know, who listens to this podcast every single time it comes out. And that would be my husband. And this morning, so you had to kind of be there to see how this played out. Uh, But basically, I was cleaning behind a couch. And then because I wasn't thinking, because sometimes I don't do that, I was moving the couch back. And as I did that, I just slammed the couch into a very tall glass vase uh, that happened to be full of... Uh, dirt and stones and just like this decorative stuff that we did uh, and completely just destroyed the vase and it was a mess and I know that my husband was looking at me like girl you did not but I did and I'd like to apologize again because I know that I can be such a space cadet sometimes and I still love you with all of my heart and thank you for putting up with everything that I put you through. And, you know, just as a reminder to everybody, if you've got someone special in your life, family member, friend, spouse, partner, whoever it is, tell them that you love them all the time. Spoil them with love. Love on them, snuggle on them, do whatever you need to do, because I promise you, whether they tell you that they need that or not, everybody needs it. So love up on your loved ones. That's my overall message for today. But It's not the only message for today. Oh, how exciting. There's so much stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, Let me just say real quick. So if you have not already, please right now go to www.consistencyqueens.com. Get into our exclusive club. Y'all, we have a club. There will be merchandise at some point. I'm not messing around when it comes to this. If you are looking to level up your life, which I know you are because you're listening to me right here, get your tush over to consistencyqueens.com. Join our free club. I am sharing information, knowledge, breaking stuff down every day. This is a place where we take leveling up to the next level. There's a ton of you in there already, but I want to explode this group. It is a free resource. It's extra help. You can post in there. You can ask questions. You can get feedback. Get in there right now. Consistencyqueens.com. I'm not going to say it again. I'll put it in the description so you can click on it there. Wow, that was so weird. Did you hear that in my voice? I don't know what that was. It was like a weird inflection, whatever. I'm not worrying about it. So yes, I will see you in the group. Get your tush in there. All right. So Saturday things I've decided since I'm getting so much feedback from so many of you and you're making it very clear where you're struggling, where you're having a hard time. I read this 
somewhere along the way. I don't know who actually came up with the quote. I know that Mel Robbins maybe talked about it at one point, but I remember this quote from a long time ago and it basically said, if your problem can be solved with action of any kind, then you don't have a problem. And I remember when I first heard this, I was not in the headspace to hear it. Like, you know how sometimes you can hear something really amazing and then months or years later, you're like, wow, I'm so glad I heard that. But at the time, it really doesn't mean as much to you because you're just not ready to hear it. The first time I heard that quote, I was not ready to hear it because I was stuck in that victim mentality. I was blaming everything and everybody else. And I did not want to believe that I could change my circumstances. I didn't want to think that I could heal myself. I didn't want to think that I could change my life because I wanted somebody else to do it for me because I felt like that was owed to me. And sorry to tell you, just like I had to learn it, everybody needs to learn it. The world doesn't owe you anything, sister. So if you're waiting for some magic fairy godmother to come along and change your life, you're going to be waiting forever and you're going to stay miserable. So instead, become your own freaking fairy godmother or like fairly odd parents, right? We don't need a godmother. You can have the odd parents. You can have Wanda and Cosmo. Just be your own Wanda and Cosmo. And oh gosh, if you don't know that reference, you got to go search for the Fairly Odd Parents on YouTube. Maybe, yes, I think you'll understand the humor. Just if you don't know who Cosmo and Wanda are, please do yourself a favor. Go watch one episode. Give me some feedback on what you think, because that was like a critical part of my childhood. But anyway, the point is, you got to save yourself. Nobody's coming for you. Nobody's going to do this work for you, especially when we get into like the nitty gritty of changing our lives, because that involves healing and growing through the stuff that we thought at one point would destroy us. And once you really start doing this work, you realize that you don't want anybody else to do it for you because nobody else can truly understand what it is that you're working through. Every single person that I know, every single person, not just my clients, every single person that I know has experienced some type of trauma in their lives. Maybe it happened in childhood, maybe it's emotional, maybe it was sexual trauma, maybe it was physical trauma of some kind, maybe it was financial trauma. Every single person that I know has experienced some type of trauma. And I don't want you to think that you need to be comparing your trauma to anybody else's because that's not the way this works. If it happened to you and it hurt you and it left a mark, it's trauma. And that might be your starting point. It could be that the way that you perceive your own trauma is that you're trying to push it away. You're trying to tell yourself that it's not that big of a deal because other people have it worse and blah, blah, blah. If that's where you are, That's a good starting point because really when we talk about going through and growing through trauma and healing, we need to be able to acknowledge that it's real and that it's painful and that it exists. I've had this conversation multiple times with many clients where they tell me that something feels off, they feel depressed, they're anxious, they're having all of these symptoms but they're not sure where it's coming from. And I will always ask a whole bunch of questions trying to get to the root of 
the issue, right? Where is that trauma coming from? Why are you experiencing the things that you're experiencing? And it's amazing to me, and I was the same way, I did the same thing. It's incredible how far down we will push our trauma just because we don't want to acknowledge that it was real because we have trained ourselves to believe that somebody has it worse so we don't deserve to complain or whatever it is we think we're doing and that is so dangerous and I need to really really push this out and get it through to anybody who needs to really hear it and feel it if it happened to you and it caused pain and it left a mark it's trauma it doesn't matter how big or small, nobody is here to compare or judge the level of trauma. I don't care about that. I care about addressing it, understanding it, and then healing it. And there's no way that you can heal it unless you can understand and address it. And there's a big disconnect with a lot of people today because we, we live in a society where it's kind of, I don't, I don't want to say glamorized, but we have, in a sense, glamorized talking about trauma. Like, people are so quick, especially on social media. I see it on TikTok. I see it on Instagram every day. Women are so quick to say that they're broken and that they have all of these issues. And you could even find, I mean, there's plenty of songs that are exclusively about being broken and it's like okay so you can say that you can tell me that you're struggling that you feel broken that you're worthless but then when we start to get into the nitty-gritty and we dive into where that's coming from you downplay the trauma itself and you refuse to acknowledge that it's there that's a huge reason that so many women especially have a hard time healing because they have been taught through social media mostly uh, that they are supposed to say that they're broken. They're supposed to say that they, that they don't know how to function and they're so depressed and they have so much anxiety. But then when you actually try to talk through it, it becomes a lot more murky and we just have a hard time really getting through healing through that trauma. So if that's the place that you're in right now, I need you to take some time and please feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Hey Maggie at weprevail.biz, but take some time to really sit with those thoughts. And when you feel yourself starting to push away and downplay those negative experiences, I don't want you to continue to tell yourself that it doesn't matter or it's not that big of a deal because other people have it worse. I just want you to sit with it. I just want you to, to really be able to sit with your thoughts about it. And when you start to feel those intrusive thoughts pop up that are telling you, no, it's not a big deal. No, stop complaining. Nobody wants to hear about it. Push those away. Tell yourself that it's valid. Tell yourself that you deserve to be able to work through this. And it's not going to be easy at first because your brain has been programmed to downplay very specific traumatic experiences, events, or thoughts, or whatever they might be. So that might be your step one, is just being able to accept that your trauma matters and that it happened and that it's very real. And then 
once we get to that point where we can acknowledge that this is this is where the the side effects are coming from the depression the anxiety the perfectionism whatever the case might be when we get to this point now we start to focus on truly healing and growing and this takes time i know i've said this before i'm going to keep saying it over and over again this doesn't happen overnight and if that feels frustrating and you want it to happen overnight, then think about it like this. You didn't get to this spot overnight. The depression, the anxiety, the overwhelm, the perfectionism, that all didn't just show up one day. It built over time. So of course, to be able to heal and create new pathways in our brains, that's going to take time as well. And that's okay. I want it to take time because I want you to really be able to grow through it. If it just happened overnight, then nobody would have any issues. There would be no depression, no anxiety, there would be no rising suicide rates. But that's not where we are. It needs to take time. So accepting that it's going to take time and also accepting that nobody else is going to do the work for you. So here's the catch 22 of all of this. Once you can acknowledge that your trauma is real, that it doesn't need to be compared to anybody else's, once you get to that point and then you get to this next step where you can start to really heal it, you have to be willing to understand that now that you know you can't unknow it. It's not going to go away by itself and nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody else is going to be able to heal that. They're not going to be able to sit in your shoes. So I need you to own up to that. And if you're having a hard time owning up to that, it's okay. But it's not okay to slip back and continue to let the trauma and the side effects of the trauma take over your life. Now that you're aware you have extra power in this situation because you can start to take the steps to grow. And what I've really noticed, especially since I started Consistency Queens, which I'm just going to drop the plug again, consistencyqueens.com, get your tush in there. So what I've noticed from coaching and talking with hundreds of women is that there are a whole bunch of areas of their life that they feel have been disrupted because their mind, they feel their mindset isn't right or they feel like they have unhealed trauma. So because of that, there's all these different areas where they're struggling. Nutrition, fitness, uh, overall mindset. And here's the best piece of advice that I can really give to anybody who feels like it's so overwhelming to try to figure out where to start. If you try to attack everything at once, there's a really good chance that you're going to become overwhelmed and you're going to end up pushing it all to the side and not wanting to deal with it. That's normal. So instead of jumping into that all or nothing mindset, which I know we talk about on here all the time, break it down, take it step by step. So it feels kind of counterintuitive at first because I know that you want to fix everything at once and it's human nature that when we start to get motivated and we think, okay, I'm going to start this awesome workout program, then we want to do all the things at once. It's not just enough to do the workout. 
then we think, okay, well, let me just overhaul my entire nutrition regimen. And oh yeah, let me start reading all this personal development and let me start doing this, this, and this. That creates chaos in the brain. It's a good type of chaos, but it's still chaos. So when we do all of that all at once, then our brain gets overwhelmed and it's like, nope, how about we don't do anything? And then we fall back. And then we wonder why we keep spinning our wheels. So I really need you to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. Let's say it takes six months to get consistent in every area of your life, to feel like you're on track, you're doing all of the right things, you're seeing progress. Is six months too much to ask if it means a lifetime of change? I don't think so. So I know that you want to do everything right now. And I also know, and I would be willing to bet money on this, that you have tried the all or nothing game in the past. And it probably worked for a little bit, maybe a couple days or a couple of weeks at most, but then we fall back and we lose motivation and we feel like we're not making any progress. So we just quit on ourselves. And that gets us into this whole mentality of being on the roller coaster, trying everything, going through the ups and downs, and we feel like we're on a hamster wheel. We keep doing all of the things that we know we're supposed to be doing, but we're not getting anywhere. That is the byproduct of the all or nothing mindset. So just take a step back and take time to really look at all of the areas where you want to see improvement. And the more that you can quantify the results that you want in all of these areas, the better that this is going to play out because the more that you can quantify it, the more that it really registers and sticks in your brain that the goal is real. If you just tell yourself that you want to lose weight, that is a goal, but in your brain, it's not quantifiable enough. So when we say, I want to lose weight, it doesn't mean anything to our brains because it doesn't give a specific outcome. So if instead you say, I want to lose 15 pounds, then it gets your brain into the mindset of working towards losing 15 pounds because you can quantify that. And I'm not saying that you have to use weight loss uh, as a measurement. You don't. I don't. Uh, but if that is your thing, then you need to be able to quantify it. If it's a certain dress size that you want to get to, if it's a certain number of hours that you want to be intermittently fasting, if it's how quickly you want to be able to run a mile or whatever the case might be, the more that you can make it quantifiable, the better that your brain is going to be able to process it and not only process it, but start working towards that goal. So I know I've said a lot in this episode. We just talked about a whole lot of stuff. But the bottom line is that I know you're here because you're looking to change your life. And I know that you already have the tools necessary inside of you. You just need them to be unleashed. You just need somebody to be in your corner telling you that you're doing the right things. And guess what? That's me. That's exactly what I'm here for. You know that I've got you every step of the way. And if you have questions, I want you to reach out. But even more than that, and I'm going to plug it one more time, consistencyqueens.com, get in there. 
Join our community. Get pumped because I promise you, you're not alone. And once you're in our group, you realize, holy cow, there are so many other women that have similar goals like me. And the more that we start to build that community, the more powerful we become. I told y'all I've been on a mission since day one, since I started this podcast to make a movement, to create a movement. And now we're doing it. So get your tushes in there. Get excited for your future because you have control. You have the overall authority on where you go from here. And it might feel scary, but I promise that's one of the most empowering thoughts that you can have. So the more that you remind yourself, the more empowered you're going to become. I hope that y'all enjoy the rest of your Saturday. You know I will talk to you soon and I will catch you on the flip side.